0: My next guest is Antonia Hellman. Antonia is the co founder and CEO of Tucan, the video platform built for networking. She is a recent graduate of Stanford University, having studied economics and political science. Prior to Tucan, her work experience was largely in political campaigning and data science. She'll be telling us more about it next. Join me and let's open that toolbox.
1: And that's, in my experience, the best way to build a product is to make sure that it's serving your needs. If you're facing a problem, if you're facing a challenge, then build something that makes your life better. And that way you can really relate to it all the more.
0: Hi, Antonia. How are you? Welcome to CSM Toolbox. Hi, Isabel. I'm doing really well. Thank you for having me. Yeah, it's a pleasure. So yeah, I was wondering about Tukan, and maybe if you could please tell the audience what problem is Tucan trying to solve? Of course. So if you've ever been to a Zoom social event
1: or a Zoom happy hour, really anything that's supposed to be social and fun on traditional video conferencing platforms, it Always goes the same way. So microphones get muted, the camera turns off and the conversation just completely dies. And that's because those tools aren't built for social events. They're not built for kind of more casual conversations and networking. They're built for workplace collaboration. And in the past, Yeah, two years, especially with everything being virtual, we've tried to fit a square peg excuse me, (laughs) a square peg into a round hole and use those video conferencing platforms for everything. But we've seen how awkward that can be. We've seen that that doesn't work, and so my team and I have built Toucan, which is a platform specifically for dynamic networking events online, where you can interact with people in smaller groups moving from group to group exactly how you would in real life to kind of give that feeling of a natural social event to people who can only socialize virtually, whether that's because they're in a distributed community around the world, or for some reason... You know, find that a virtual setting is more appropriate for their event.
0: Yeah. And I have to say, even in my personal experience as well, using Toucan, I was part of the one of the community club's cohorts recently from the community management. And I think that experience, as, as you described now, of just even networking or even just giving a, a different vibe, even because it wasn't a, a Zoom meeting when I was not only meeting the instructor, but also meeting other virtual classmates. Again, I think the majority of uh, of my classmates were based in the US, one based in India, myself based here in Ireland. And, but even just from the platform as well, just, it gave me another sense of, okay, this is going to be a great course. It was the first interaction as well. So as you said, it gives it a different sense of how you can network right now which is for some of us still a uh, virtual 100% and i mean one thing that i used
1: really early on and still use actually to this day As a a metric of success, really is the number of people who tell me that they've actually made a friend and made a real connection over Toucan. I just see that the numbers of, you know, the number of people who, who make real friends on Toucan is way higher than people who make real friends on Zoom when it comes to these group settings where you get tossed in with a bunch of new people. It's really different when you can choose to have smaller conversations and get to know people on a more intimate level versus having 30 people in one call where you're all staring at each other and going through an agenda. That's just very different.
0: Totally. And now that you're even touching on that as well, maybe if you could please share with us, what have you learned from your customers' feedback so far? I'm
1: really lucky that I get to deal with people who care about bringing folks together. I get to deal with a lot of community managers, a lot of people within companies who genuinely care about how connected the people around them are. I've heard it's largely been really positive. People need a way to network effectively, virtually. And on top of that, the hosts that I speak to of Tucan Events, they tell me that They've gotten a lot of really positive feedback towards their programming or towards their team because when they use Toucan, it shows their attendees or their community members that they actually really care about the bonds that forming with other people within that community. And so, for instance, recruiting events have been really popular on Tucan because schools and companies can show the people that they're trying to recruit to their program that they actually do care about the social side and care about making sure that everybody feels like they belong.
0: Perhaps where we have in a way adapted to this virtual environment, but I think it's now that some people get to either go to an office if they choose to or work on a more hybrid basis. But if they are either as you were describing recruitment events or a lot of people are as well looking for new opportunities. They want to see how, if that even is a reflection of the company they might be joining. So Mm. it's that effort from the company, how they want to portray to uh, a candidate, for example. Absolutely, absolutely. It's
1: about actually walking the walk instead of just talking the talk when it comes to prioritizing community. There are a lot of people out there who say that they care about people, but it's those that actually act on that really do care.
0: I I agree a hundred percent. And from your role, um, what skills do you think are essential, not just to survive, but to thrive as a CEO, Antonia? I think that it's really important. It's something
1: I'm I'm learning every single day and I can't (laughs) pretend That I haven't all figured out. But something that I've found really crucial to my success as a CEO is making sure that I take time to take care of myself. And that for me comes in the form of exercise. I really like to make sure that I prioritize that every single day as much as I don't want to do it. Some days, I never regret doing it afterwards. It clears my head. It makes me feel really refreshed. And I think that it's easy to get caught up in the narrative of CEOs need to be sitting at their desk 24 seven or else they're not doing enough and taking care of yourself and making sure that you can actually work to the fullest extent means taking a break sometimes to focus on yourself.
0: That's a great example because as you said, it, it might be this tendency and I'm going to do air quotes here, like, that startup culture that of course it is fast-paced, but I think if you at that level can actually demonstrate, well, I take care of myself and you will perform better. And even the people that will work with you can actually say, well, I can actually take a break as well, because that's what I see Mm -hmm. versus perhaps in other environments where it's the total opposite. And then that's why we hear so much about burnout right now. Yeah, that's 100% right.
1: It's important to set a good example, um, not not just for the people within your company, but people who might be looking at you and thinking about emulating whatever it is that you're doing. There there are a lot of people who look up to CEOs and people who start companies, especially I've found that that's the case as somebody who started a company while I was in college. They're A lot of young people looking for kind of. I don't want to go so far as to call myself a role model because I think that that's a really, that's a term that I don't take lightly. But if there's any way that I can help set a good example for young people who might be interested in starting their own company, then I take that very seriously.
0: I mean, the healthiest for you as well is not to get caught up with this as we were talking now how fast paced it might be. So that means that, well, I have to exhaust everything I, that I have within me to actually succeed, that that's not the case. But I think, yeah, you're you're setting up a great example there, Antonia. Oh, well, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and how do you foster that remote collaboration with your team?
1: It is entirely remote, and we've actually always been entirely remote. The interesting thing is that we're building a tool that brings people together who are all around the world. And so we've actually built Toucan over time to serve our Mm. needs. So if we need something as a team, if we say, okay, we can't function without screen sharing, then that's the next thing we built screen sharing. Okay, we can't function without, you know, being able to to raise your hand. All right, well we're going to build that in. We've used ourselves as guinea pigs for our own platform, which is really cool because we get to watch it change in real time and we get to create that change and make those decisions for ourselves and that's in my experience the best way to build a product is to make sure that it's serving your needs. If you're facing a problem, if you're facing a challenge, then build something that makes your life better. And that way you can really relate to it all the more.
0: I will say that not only you're solving your customer's pain points, but as well your own as you said, how you can collaborate within your team in a remote way as well. It's it's been a
1: really cool experience over time. I still remember the first all hands that we could host on Tucan exclusively because we we were building Toucan, the sort of alpha product in the summer of twenty twenty. And at the time it wasn't we didn't have enough features built into it to be able to host our own Kind of big meetings on there. So we were, we were taking them on traditional video conferencing platforms and we kept kicking ourselves because we were saying, why can't we do this on Tucan? When are we going to be able to do it on Tucan? And when we got all of the pieces into place and actually hosted our first all hands meeting on Tucan, it was amazingly gratifying and we were <laughs> just all so overjoyed that we finally could do it. And it was such a big marker of progress that got us all so
0: excited. That's pretty cool. Now working with your team and keep building and maintaining relationships with your customers and maybe even with even managers or community managers as well. If I could ask, what energizes you, Antonia?
1: What energizes me?
0: I love to
1: learn new things. And I love getting pushed out of my comfort zone. If I believe that on the other side, I'm going to be a more well-rounded human being and professional or friend. Just if something has a potential to make me better, I will go out of my way to seek challenges that, that push those limits. And so. I think what energizes me is the opportunity to learn. And I'm really grateful for that. Over the past two years running Toucan, I've learned so much. I didn't study anything related to business in college. I studied political science and economics. But besides that, I just really didn't have any any professional experience running a company. And I feel like I've gotten an MBA just by dealing with things day to day. And thinking back, sometimes I just kind of sit to myself and get really nostalgic because I can think back to where I started and what I didn't know and how uncertain I was about Toucan and whether it was going to work and whether I was the person to do it. And I've just learned so much. I feel like I've I've come a long way, regardless of what happens with my company. Obviously, I want it to succeed. But regardless of what happens with my company, I'm just so proud of myself. I'm proud of my team, Mm -hmm. proud of my co-founders for how much we've grown throughout the whole process.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. And in terms of that you were referring to uh, perhaps mentors or communities that you have reached out to outside your team that has supported your journey as a CEO? Oh my gosh, yes. So, so
1: many. And mentors (laughs) have come to me in the most random forms. It's people whose houses I've gone to for dinner several years ago who had very little to do with my interests at the time. But once I started the company, I reached out to them and they've taken my calls every single time and just to help me work through some really difficult challenges that I hadn't faced before. I have an amazing team of advisors for Tucan who range in expertise in social psychology, to cybersecurity, to entrepreneurship, to computer science professors at Stanford, like people that I've just been so lucky to be able to learn from and interact with. And I I think it's been really interesting to see how excited people are to take a young founder under their wing because a lot of people might think that being young and starting a company is a disadvantage. But one thing that I have seen as being a massive advantage is that people are so thrilled to help you grow and they get so invested in your success because they're just really interested to see what young people come up with nowadays. And so that's been a massive, massive benefit in my opinion, of being a young founder.
0: We talked about remote collaboration, and I'm sure many people that are listening as well, they are looking at how the future of remote working, where is this going, really? If I can ask you, where do you see the future of remote work going?
1: So there's a lot of
0: conversation
1: around remote workplaces and hybrid work, and it's really, honestly, a big question mark. I don't have the answer at all. But what I can say, no matter what, I can say this for certain, community is going to be a massive Mm. focus for all companies, remote or hybrid. People, employees, executives, everybody needs to feel like they belong and like they're connected to the People that they're working with. That's what makes us human. That's what makes us productive. That's what makes us excited to get to work is the people that we interact with on a day to day basis. And that's something that companies have really struggled with during COVID is fostering that sense of community and belonging. So no matter what the hybrid model or the virtual model looks like, people are going to really need to focus on How they can bring folks together virtually. How they can create real bonds real connections, real friendships, real mentorship opportunities, because people need to progress in their careers. They need to feel safe and comfortable in the workplace. Otherwise, they're going to leave and they're going to look for someplace different. And so the companies that really nail community building are going to be the ones that are most successful.
0: I I totally agree. And I think as you were referring to belonging. And I think that will make the difference when people are looking for the next opportunity or even just grow in the place that they are at the moment. So yeah, no, I I agree 100% on that, Antonia. And maybe before I just let you go, one question that I like to ask all of my guests. So what's in your toolbox? Other than Toucan, obviously, what mobile or web apps you cannot live without? And it can be work and not work-related. That is a great question. So like you said, besides Toucan, I take all Mm -hmm. my
1: meetings on Toucan. Uh, I love it. Obviously, if I didn't love it, there, there would be a problem. But besides Toucan, I need a way to organize my notes. I love Notability is an app that I use, but I know that there are a ton of great notes apps out there. But just to have all of the thoughts running through my mind at any given point in one place super crucial to me when i take breaks i tend to go on youtube a lot i watch a lot of youtube just to kind of center myself i watch a lot of late night talk shows because they're light and they're fun and sometimes i get to you know learn something from it and then a final one is i love this isn't i guess this isn't an app and it's not a really a website, but I love playing Just Dance, the the game, the video game. And there are a lot of Just Dance videos on YouTube as well. But for exercise, there is no better way to kind of get moving and get good cardio and also have a wild time with friends than dancing together and looking like idiots together. I love that. And I've been trying to learn how to dance. I cannot dance. <laughs>
0: As long as you have fun as well. <laughs> yeah. That would be the main That's point. the goal. That's the primary goal. Yeah. yeah, it sounds very cool. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, Antonia. It was a pleasure talking to you. And I'm wondering if people will want to reach out to you, where will be the best place for them to do that? I am
1: on Twitter. So my Twitter handle, I believe, is Antonia underscore Hellman. You can also reach out to me by email. My email is Antonia A-N-T-O-N-I-A at events, And I've also recently started a TikTok that has tips tips and lessons that I've learned as a CEO over the past two years. So you can check out my TikTok. It's at Antonia Hellman.
0: Cool. I'll make sure to link those in the show notes. So it was a pleasure, Antonia. Thank you so much for your time today. Thank you for having me. I had a great time.